Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to Aging in Style with Lori Williams. I'm so glad you're here for today's show because we're talking about one of my favorite things, pets, dogs and cats, birds, and why it's great to have a pet as we age. The benefits of, um, of having a dog or a cat in your life are huge. And I always hear about it. You know, you hear things here and there, like little tidbits on the news about how a dog can lower your blood pressure or reduce anxiety and stress. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to just do some research. And I started Googling. And let me tell you, friends, <laughs> you Google um, just one thing about pets and seniors, and you could spend hours and, and maybe even days just reading all of this information, all these different studies that have been done. And I found tons of articles by AARP, American Heart Association, Psychology Today, just tons and tons of information. So I want to share that with you. And, you know, just talk about what a benefit it can be to have a pet in your life. And then also, we're going to hit on senior communities and that you can have a pet in a senior community. And that is a question I hear all of the time from seniors who want to move, but they are under the false assumption that they cannot bring their pet with them. So we'll hit on that after we talk about all the benefits of having um, having a pet in our life. So pets really just bring us joy and love and a sense of purpose. That's in a nutshell what having an animal in your life as a senior at any age, but especially as a senior, can bring to your life. So in an article I read on a healthy aging study, it was from 2019, and it was about how pets contribute to healthy aging. So they followed um, a group of seniors ages 50 to 80, and then this is what the things that were reported on by the pet owners, by these people that were 50 to 80. So 79% said that having a pet reduced stress. 73% said having a pet provides a sense of purpose. 65% said it allowed them to connect with others. And 64% said having a pet helped them to be more physically active. And There's just, you know, like I said, tons and tons of research showing all of these different health benefits. You can visit um, a website that I found that I thought was really interesting. It had tons and tons of articles. I really had to stop myself because I would still be reading all the articles because I just found it so interesting. But it's called PetsForTheElderly.org. And one of the things they said was... The studies that they have done show that the bond that is between you know people and their pet can increase their fitness, it lowers stress, it brings happiness to their owners, and some of the health benefits of having a pet. So one, did you know your blood pressure goes down while you're petting a dog or cat? And according to the AARP, one of their studies showed that dog-owning seniors actually have, they have measured this, they have lower blood pressure and lower cholesterol than their petless peers. Having a dog also reduces the risk of heart attack 
and boost your chance of long-term survival if you have one. Just amazing. Also, having a pet reduces depressed moods by increasing serotonin and dopamine levels. Having a pet keeps you fit. And how does it keep you fit? It increases your opportunities to exercise, to go and walk your dog, get up and feed them and do different things. You're not just sitting there. You have, you know, this animal that's relying on you. They're also social magnets, gives you an opportunity to meet new people. I know where if I'm out at a store or walking and I see a dog or just like <laughs> driving down the street, if they're, this happened today actually, I'm laughing because this dog was the cutest thing I've ever seen. It, my daughter said it looked like Scooby-Doo and it was sitting in the passenger seat of a truck and we were at a light and we were both like going crazy, you know, just waving to this dog because he really did, he looked like Scooby-Doo. But I mean, people are drawn to dogs. I mean, I always ask, you know, what's your dog's name? Or your dog's so cute. So it gives you that opportunity to talk with other people and socialize. Having a dog or cat reduces loneliness. They also suggested, and this one I guess kind of stood out to me because I'm about to have an empty nest in August, but for empty nesters to have a dog have someone or something to take care of. It's a great benefit. Keeping you fit, as I said earlier, the socializing, you know, dogs are an icebreaker. And I think this is a really cool one. Organize your day. Having a pet provides structure in your life because you have to get up. You have to take that dog outside. You have to feed it and walk it, give it water. My dogs, luckily, I have two little dogs and they're pretty well trained. They don't get up too early in the morning. But, you know, I have friends who their dogs are waking them up at six o'clock. So you better get up and take the dog out. But all animals are unique, of course. But I like that, that it gives you that structure. Because if you're retired, you're living alone, it's, it's nice to have that reason to get up out of bed, get off the couch, get up and move and take care of your animal dogs get they get you right they kind of they really do read your emotions and they this was something that um, was listed that they read your emotions and I thought about that and they really do I know like when my daughter times like she was sick we have a little mix he's a shih tzu yorkie or I'm not really sure what all he is he was a rescue and if she's not feeling well I have so many pictures when she was younger there he just goes and lays on top of her or lays right next to her so they really do get it like if you're not feeling well or if you're sad they do read your emotions and then they really can boost your quality of life and like I said earlier they give you purpose and I like this quote that I read. It said, for many older Americans, a dog means the difference between a life lived and a life merely endured. And dogs can also, as you age or, or, you know, anytime, they can help you stay safe. They can provide ears for the deaf, eyes for the blind, and an early warning system at the approach of danger. So now my dogs... They perceive danger differently than I do. So (laughs) I think if someone was breaking in the house, they might welcome them. But, you know, they will bark nonstop if my kids have friends over or someone comes to the door. So I, I don't know. It depends on the dog, I guess. So we talked all about dogs, but I also want to talk about cats because I don't want you to think I'm leaving out cats. And some people are dog people. Some people are cat people. I I like both. I'm allergic to cats, so I personally don't have one. But I love cats and I find them so intriguing because they have such interesting personalities. (laughs) And um, a cat will make a great companion for you know people of all ages and they're really great for seniors and especially if you're living if you're in an apartment 
and have a smaller space. So a cat would be a great pet for that. Same thing. Same thing goes like we talked earlier. They help enhance your mood and you're petting your cat. If you're, you know, you have to have the structure again, you've got to get up, you've got to change its litter box, you have to feed it. And kind of the cool thing, though, with cats is that they're really super independent. So like you don't have to spend as much time. I mean, a dog, you know, depending on your dog could be in your face like all the time. (laughs) Like my Yorkie is sort of like in my face. But cats, for the most part, don't need as much interaction and playtime as a dog might need. So so you might want to think about that when you're thinking about what type of pet you want to bring into your life. Um, also birds. I mean, I used to work and I shared this story on another podcast, but I worked in an independent living community and um, one of my dearest friends, his name was Bob. Um, he has since passed on, but he had two birds. And oh my gosh, he loved those birds. He would get them out. They would sit on his shoulder. He'd walk around with them um, at the senior community. We would come in, like my daughter was in brownies at the time, and we would come up there and he would put the birds on, sit them on top of the kids, on top of their heads, and they just adored it. So birds are a real source of love. And again, you have to get up, you have to care for it, you have to make sure it has food and water and clean out their cages. And I know he had like a whole system at night where he like covered the cage. There was structure to his day and he would talk to the birds, the birds would like give him kisses. I mean, it was just amazing. So when you're trying to decide what kind of pet you're going to get, right? Do you want a dog, a cat, a bird? I was looking at the list earlier and had hamsters and snakes and things like that. So I'm, I'm thinking, no, we're not going to talk about those. Let's just talk about the top three, dog, cat, or bird. So the main thing to really consider is your living space. Where do you live? Are you in your home still? Are you in a senior community? So senior communities have um, different restrictions. So, you know, breed of the dog, um, size of the dog. So usually 30, 40 pounds and below. They're also, you know, if it's independent or assisted living, you're allowed to bring the, the animal typically. But you, if you are no longer able to care for it, you'll need to make arrangements for that. Sometimes they will charge an extra fee and will take care of the dog, but you may have to hire someone to be a dog walker or, or do something like that. Just depends on, you know, as you're aging and, and if you are, you know, physically unable to care for the pet. So some other things to consider. So we said when you're thinking about what type of pet to get as a senior, obviously where you live, how much exercise it's going to require. Obviously, a puppy is going to be a whole different ball game and need, a, you know, require a lot of exercise and attention. So maybe an older dog. There's lots of senior dogs to be adopted out there. Um, consider the breed of the dog, its temperament. Is it house trained? <laughs> consider your own health, how healthy are you, and if you have mobility issues. So you may not want a great big dog that needs to be walked if you're frail and have some health issues. So maybe like a little senior poodle that, you know, jumps in your lap and it's easier to, to handle, that might be a better fit for you. Also, consider the cost animals are not cheap to to care for. So there are going to be costs involved. So, you know, you have to, your dog has shots every year, um, you know, heart, heartworm medication, all that kind of stuff. It does add up. Grooming, consider that too. Does your dog, is the type of dog that you're getting, does it require extensive grooming? Do you need to brush it a lot? You know, whatever it may be, all those things do add up. And like I said, can become quite expensive. Another 
thing that's it's kind of hard to discuss this, but it does come up. You need to have kind of a plan or a plan should you pass away and, you know, what's going to happen with the dog. So, you know, have a plan in place. Maybe there's a family member who's like, you know, I, I'll take the dog and love it and take care of it. Because to, I would say the majority of people are in, in dog or cat owners, they're like our children. They're our family. So we have to make that type of decision. We don't want to have this poor dog, you know, just go end up at the pound and nobody to take it and, you know, have it euthanized or whatever. So, so that is, you know, it's one of those things to think about. What is your plan? Should you pass away? I also did some research on what the best dogs for seniors are. So I thought that might be kind of interesting. So and kind of looking through this, size was like one of the things to consider. Think about where you live. Like I mentioned earlier, you maybe if you have a big yard, a big dog might be great or, you know, one that has a lot of energy because it has a lot of place to run. Of course, the larger the dog, typically the more expensive it's going to be because it's going to eat a lot more. Food's going to be more expensive, that sort of thing. As I said earlier, the energy level of the dog Consider a senior dog because there's no need for house training typically when you adopt an older dog. And I found this website, which I thought was kind of interesting, um, suzyssseniordogs.com. So if you're looking for a dog and tips on bringing a senior dog into your home, go to that website and I'll have it posted to it, suzyssseniordogs.com. Okay, so I was looking up what kind of dogs are best for seniors because I thought that might be kind of interesting. And there's a lot of things do come up when you Google that. Uh, and, and a lot of the same ones came up over and over again. So the first one to come up was a poodle. And that didn't really surprise me because working in senior living, I have seen a lot of, uh, a lot of poodles. And I told a story couple of weeks ago about a lady in assisted living who had the smartest, cutest little poodle and she had a walker with a basket on the front and he would just hang out in the basket and she would go all, you know, all around the community, walk around. Everyone knew him and, and loved him. He wasn't a barker or anything. He was just cute as could be. And just, you know, she was his person and he just hung really, you know, close with her. It was adorable. So a poodle came up over and over, probably the top choice I'd say came up for a senior. A Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, and they are so stinking adorable. Oh my gosh, super cute. They do require a lot of grooming from what I read. I'm a very cute. Cocker Spaniels came up as well because they're very much people pleasers. I would think they probably need some grooming as well, but they are super cute. And this one kind of surprised me and they're adorable as well, but French Bulldogs, they're cuddly and goofy and not super energetic. So they don't require a lot of walking and they're, you know, very entertaining. A Corgi, if you would like to be like Queen Elizabeth and all of her corgis, and those are super cute too. They are pretty active though. They do need to go on walks. Shih Tzu came up because they're playful, usually very gentle temperament, and a Yorkshire Terrier because they have huge personalities and they have attitude but are loving and affectionate. And I have a Yorkshire Terrier (laughs) and I will tell you he has a huge personality, but he is not very well um what is the word I want to use he doesn't listen very well because he wants to do his own things so his name is Teddy he's 12 I think almost 13 now Teddy and I go round and round so I don't know I'm gonna say it would depend on the Yorkshire Terrier 
But I was a little surprised to see that on the list. They are cute as can be, but hmm, they like to be in charge. So I don't know. <laughs> but I just think I hope this is interesting to y'all and kind of shed some light on the benefits that can be had by having a pet and bringing a pet into your life. And I'm wondering now who is inspired to head out to the animal shelter for a new furry friend. So I'm wondering if I inspired anyone to go and take a look and meet their new pet. If so, I would love to hear your story. But also, I would love to hear your stories and see pictures of your pets. So send those to me. I would I love hearing about people's dogs and cats and seeing pictures of them with them and how they came to be in their life. I love stories of them being adopted at the animal shelter. So please send those to me and I will actually post your picture and your story on my social media, on my Facebook and Instagram and, and share it and hopefully inspire other seniors to add a furry friend to their life. So you can visit my website for my um, contact information that's probably the easiest way and we'll also put it on the podcast information but my website is lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com so as always thank you for listening to the podcast and please share it with your friends and family and we'll talk to you next week thanks bye-bye